YouTube drops regional sports networks, and the Dallas Cowboys remain America's team. Welcome to the Sports Media Beat. Hi, everybody. I am Dan Lavallo. We are putting the Sports Media Beat podcast together on this February 28, 2020. So much to talk about. But let's begin with YouTube TV, which is dropping the regional sports networks recently purchased by Sinclair. This is interesting on numerous fronts because Sinclair purchased these regional sports networks. And by the way, this includes the Yes Network, which is being dropped. And it also includes the new Chicago Cubs regional sports network, Marquee. And YouTube TV, which is getting to be quite pricey, I might add, turns around and drops the regional sports networks, claiming that it just can't come to a deal with Sinclair. And it's become too pricey. This is all spiraling out of control, I believe, and is going to change the paradigm on how we receive our sports. I am telling you, I predict this. It might not happen overnight, but it could happen over the next few years. Anyway, here is the statement released by YouTube, and I will link to all of this in the show notes at sportsmediabeat.com. Our goal with YouTube TV is to offer you the content you love, delivered the way you want. Despite our best efforts, we have been unable to reach an agreement with Sinclair, the content provider that offers the Fox Regional Sports Networks and Yes Network. Starting February 29, 2020, users will no longer be able to watch live, on-demand, or recorded content from these networks. We don't take this decision lightly and will continue to do our best to make YouTube TV a best-in-class experience. That was the statement released by YouTube. ESPN in the news. ESPN Audio dominates. Edison Research, and they are the research firm which does a lot of this research into podcast listening particularly. Well, they measured 4,000 people and their time spent listening to audio. And the ESPN network by far dominates how people consume digital sports audio. In fact, 65% of the sports digital audio consumed by people is from ESPN Audio. 65%. Roughly 66 million people per week tune in to ESPN Audio, and that's up 20% from last year. That is an amazing statistic. Tony Romo in the news. We all know the deal he could get. He could get a $15 million a year deal to comment on football and perhaps golf or some other sports, depending on which network offers that contract. This week, I guess, his deal with CBS expires. March 1st, apparently, is the date. March 1st is a Sunday. That makes him a free agent. ESPN supposedly wants Tony Romo in the worst way. ABC Sports wants Tony Romo. ABC slash ESPN, which is owned by Disney. Why? Well, it is expected that ABC wants to make a big splash for the NFL. We all know that as of the moment, ESPN has the rights to Monday Night Football. 
but the NFL TV contracts expire after the 2021 and 2022 seasons. If you've been following what's going on, the Players Association's management has agreed to a new contract, a new agreement with the NFL owners, which would be a 10-year deal. Now, it has to go to the rank and file. The players are expected to vote on it, the rank and file, within two weeks. The management board of the Players Association, in a very narrow vote, 17 to 14, with one abstention, I believe, voted to approve the new contract, which would add one game and expand the playoffs. And once the players agree to this, if they agree to it, and it appears they will, the NFL is going to go out and negotiate new TV contracts that are going to make the current contracts look like chump change. I mean it. And the current contracts are in the billions. Well, it's going to make these deals look small. And ABC wants in. And apparently they want in beyond Monday Night Football. They would like to be a part of the NFL's Sunday package. And they would like Tony Romo to be part of the NFL's Sunday package. But CBS, I'm not so sure they're going to let Romo just walk. Going to be an interesting battle. And it all will start soon because Tony Romo becomes a free agent over the weekend. Tony Romo was once the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys have not made the Super Bowl since 1996. Yet, the Cowboys remain America's team. Two network officials, one from NBC, one from Fox, issuing those quotes. Reason? The Cowboys still get tremendous ratings. Think about it. Haven't been to a Super Bowl since 1996, almost a quarter of a century. And yet they continue to get high ratings. And over this period, by the way, many of their teams have been mediocre, 8-8, eight and eight, and still they get great ratings. Here's what uh, Mike Mulvihill, executive vice president for Fox Sports, said. The Cowboys still set records for the country's most watched TV show. Most watched TV show. And here is what an NBC executive said, NBC Sunday Night Football executive producer Fred Gaudelli. Quote, while people love the Cowboys or love to hate the Cowboys, it's clear that people love to watch the Cowboys. The team has a tradition of exhilarating wins, crushing defeats, larger-than-life personalities, a showplace stadium, and everything in between. And then you add owner Jerry Jones, who always keeps the team relevant, regardless of record, and America is captivated. And he's just not kidding. I'm watching the NFL Combine on the NFL Network out of Indianapolis over the last couple of days. And who are they always showing? Jerry Jones. There's Jerry Jones in a box watching the quarterback throw to the wide receiver, watching the wide receiver do the 100-yard dash. And they continue continuously switch to Jerry Jones. So it's obvious that these executives know what they're talking about when they still refer to the Dallas Cowboys as America's team. Are we talking spring football for colleges? Yes, we are. You all know that there is an ACC network out there under the auspices of ESPN. Well, ESPN announced that the ACC spring football on the ACC network is going to get 
A1 coverage. Three straight weeks of ACC spring football coverage, a total of nine spring games, and mark the date of April 4th on your calendar because that will be a triple header. Saturday, April 4th, ACC spring football. Big Three Basketball returns to CBS. That's three-on-three basketball. CBS will carry Big Three Basketball again this year, starting on June the 20th, and they will carry this on Saturdays over the summer through August 29th, when the championship will be held in Detroit. And if that's not enough, watching it on the CBS network in the event you miss it, there will be encore presentations of Big Three Basketball on the CBS Sports Network. Soccer, giving baseball a kick couple of owners of soccer teams in the MLS, which starts its 25th season over the weekend, saying at some point soon, soccer will surpass baseball and become the number three most favored sport in the USA after football and basketball. Think about this. Los Angeles football club owner Larry Berg predicting MLS will surpass Major League Baseball and hockey in sports popularity, while here's Miami owner Jorge Mas predicting the league will be better than the Premier League, which is over in England, within the next 25 years. Here's national team boss Greg Berhalter saying, quote, I see in 25 years the whole world watching our game on television. The production quality that we can produce in America We're going to be the leader in soccer. I'll say this, and not only am I a baseball fan, I'm a baseball broadcaster. I broadcast Hartford Yard Goats games. I've been broadcasting professional baseball since 1983. Baseball has to speed up its games. Baseball has to bring more action. You you cannot continuously have nine-inning games that are taking three-and-a-half to four hours to play, and in the case of Yankees-Red Sox, five hours to play. When you're two hours into a game and you're still in the last of the third inning, you've got a problem. Today's audience, this, this younger audience, they want action. They want baseball the way it used to be. All you have to do is pick up the time of ball games back in the day, and you're looking at games at hour and 59 minutes, hour 45 minutes, two hours five minutes, two hours 10 minutes. Just do a little research as to the times of the four games in the 1963 World Series, the Los Angeles Dodgers sweeping the New York Yankees in that World Series. I believe the longest of the four games was two hours and 13 minutes. Now, I get it. They've had to cover the cost of rights fees so they may add more commercial time in between innings. I understand that. I get that. But that said, baseball is going to have to confront this time of game issue. The commissioner is very much aware of this, speeding up the pace of play. Some new rules will take effect for the 2020 season as to the number of batters a relief pitcher is required to face. But these batters cannot continuously foul off pitch after pitch after pitch, running up the pitcher's pitch count. Or you may succeed on the field, but off the field, your product is going to be a bust. And I love baseball. 
But my goodness, you cannot continuously. I'm even looking at spring training games. Spring training games are going three and a half to four hours long. That's not going to last. And it doesn't look good when you're turning on your TV, as I have, watching some of these exhibition games, and the stands aren't full, and the people who are watching the games, they're yawning or on their their smartphones. You've got to pick up the pace of the game, and it can be done. I told you what Carl Ravitch said at a luncheon, which I attended, the ESPN baseball broadcaster, they ought to cut the games to seven innings. I'm just saying, that's going to be an issue. And it's an issue, and if you don't think so, then you've got soccer breathing down baseball's collective neck with these owners saying, oh, we're going to surpass baseball in popularity. Now, let's sit back, see what the free market sports system determines, the free market sports fans. But baseball, I still maintain, baseball is going to have to do something to get these games Not under three hours, but considerably under three hours. It'll be, to me, one of the big stories of the 20s, the 2020s, the time of game and baseball's popularity. And understand, I love baseball. I broadcast baseball. But that is a big, big issue. And now you've got MLS boasting we're going to surpass MLB and the NHL. Be interesting to see. Let's wrap up the uh, sports media beat by taking a look at some ratings, NASCAR ratings. And the Las Vegas race last Sunday, won by Joey Logano, got a 3.2 rating, 5.5 million people tuned in on Fox, highest rated race from Las Vegas in three years. So good news for Fox. XFL ratings, a drop again for a second straight week. Not a surprise. But as far as I'm concerned, these ratings are still strong. I mean, if you can get these kinds of ratings in the winter, then you're going to get advertisers. Who wouldn't want to advertise on a telecast that is assured of over a million viewers? That's a pretty good audience. Anyway, Saturday, the Dallas-Seattle game on Fox got a 1.3 rating, 2.05 million people tuned in. The other Saturday game, Houston-Tampa Bay on ABC, that was actually the first game, a 1.2 rating, 1.91 million viewers watched the game. Then the Sunday games, New York-St. Louis on ESPN, got a 0.9 rating, 1.47 million viewers. And then the Sunday late game on FS1, DC versus LA, got a 0.6 rating, 1 million viewers. Again, those are strong numbers for the XFL. One college basketball rating we'll share with you, number three, Kansas against number one, Baylor, a 1.3 share, 1.88 million viewers. NBA, the Sunday game pitted the Lakers against the Celtics, a longtime rivalry, perhaps reviving. This was on ABC on Sunday, and it was the fifth highest rated NBA telecast of the season, 2.3 rating 3.59 million watching the game. Only the NASCAR race rated higher for weekend sporting events. Finally, on ABC Saturday night, the NBA Saturday primetime Sixers Bucks, well, not so good. A 1.1 rating, 1.71 million viewers. So those are some of the ratings. All of the stories I just talked about, I will link to in the show notes 
Just visit sportsmediabeat.com, and if you would subscribe to the Sports Media Beat in your favorite podcast directory, I would be most appreciative. And if you would like to get in touch with me, you can email me, dan at danlavallo.com. And as always, thanks for listening to the Sports Media Beat. Sports Media Beat.